þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. books, I guess. The calendar. Um, uh, no, well, with the calendar, if that counts as a book, then it is a three original works well, that are out this year. Well, you know, far be it for me to call you a liar, but a calendar is a calendar. It's not Yeah, a but it has pages. I know. You can turn them. Well, I, I've, got to, I've got to say I'm impressed because I hear about these things and I've, I've watched them in their creation. <clears throat> when yes. I've, I've come by and seen them you doing your little doodles <laughs> <laughs> doodling your doodles away and then suddenly it's here it is it's for sale and everyone back in Australia you know what you're getting for Christmas um, we are getting you're getting calendars <laughs> no I will I will I think I'll be taking a few of your your things back mm-hmm. with me because I do make good gifts and I know a few people who'd really enjoy them I have also a collection of my, uh, <clears throat> one collection coming out this year, it is called Pop Hits. It is a collection of my uh, musical jokes. Yeah, yeah, like, um, like Come Together Right Now Over Me is one of my favorites. Yes. And yes. Personal Jesus. Yes, yes, Where the yes. guys just got Jesus on a leash. Yeah. <laughs> hey, have you seen my own personal Jesus? <laughs> you can get yours. <laughs> you can get your own personal Jesus too. At the Personal Jesus or Personal PJ. Jesus Hotline. PJ's Personal Jesus. Just dial 555 mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I don't yes. have anything coming out. I have a, I have two shows coming soon. Yes, you have two shows coming soon. I know, and they're not selling well at all. Uh, they're that. not. That's actually my embarrassment. That's the embarrassment. <laughs> Let's save it then. Let's save it. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, you know, um, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I am an Icelander. And I am an Australian. And this is Australia! Australia. <laughs> In a world, in a world of destruction, <laughs> the only land that survived the Trumpocalypse, Australia, where Australians fight Trumpinators. I think you ruined the whole thing if oh, you're going to bang sorry. the tape. I just, I really got into it. Yes, just, it was pretty cool. It was pretty yeah. cool. It was about to become the Terminator theme. Yes, it's like... That's nice. That's really good. <laughs> it could be, that could be your, your next thing instead of doing... Instead of doing pop hits, you could do like, 
Hoodley does movie themes and it's just your voice. Yeah, we actually in uh, Happen and Request, yeah. the other podcast that's mm-hmm. not going on right now, but yeah. we do a quiz once in a while. We do a nerd quiz and we did a <coughs> Batman theme quiz the other day. So, so uh, Ivar said, okay, Hoodley's going to sing some uh, tunes. Yeah. And from which Batman is this? Oh I my like, god. That's a Tim Burton one. Yes. Yeah. And which one is this one? That's the George Clooney one? Yes, it's the George Clooney one. Also the Val Kilmer one. Uh huh. The Joel Schumacher. Schumacher. And which one is this? Dark Knight? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized I'm way more nerdier than I thought. Yes, you're very. You're a very, very nerd. This is Australia. I am Hulagudas and with me is my good friend Jonathan Duffy. Yeah. We are broadcasting unlive <clears throat> from <clears throat> the sad cave. I am the sad man and with me is my sidekick, Sorbin. Because he's always sobbing. I am. <laughs> Especially. I... Is that what my voice sounds Sad like? Sad man. <laughs> Instead of. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, let's get to the Batmobile. Well, you can run, but I'm not. Let's just not. Let's just not and say we did. <laughs> that the Joker has taken Gotham again. Ugh. <laughs> I'm gonna run a bath. Oh. <laughs> I hate that guy. He's always in a good mood. Oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, how are you? I am all right, but I am sad. I Do you know sad, why you're sad? Yes. Why? I don't know why I'm sad, but I'm looking for reasons. When one of them. So reason is, I think I want to be in love. Oh. Yeah. I haven't been in love for a while. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that you're ready. I'm ready for love. You're ready for love. Yeah, but you know, I shouldn't broadcast that out there, you know. Well, it's too late. You just yeah, did. I did. You did. So, I'm kidding. But, no, no, no. I don't okay. have feelings. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> I think that this is why we have so many listeners. is oh, because yes. we're honest about shit. And yes. I, I had somebody tell me this the while shit I was... that is our souls. Well, I, I had somebody say this to me while I was pouring them a beer on Saturday night at Kiki. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, uh, I love your podcast. And I was like, oh, thank you. And she said, no. I really love your podcast. Oh, that's and I was nice. like, oh. And then, and then and he said, no, <clears throat> I really, really well, love it. As I was pouring a and drink, I said, put a bag over your head. <laughs> and then I woke, up in a, I woke up in the boot of a car. <laughs> <laughs> and you, only, you can only hear like, <clears throat> and you can and <laughs> yeah, listening to the podcast. <laughs> in a hole and and it was basically like you know they had taken what I had said literally about how I would love to be abducted by Buffalo Bill last week yes do your Buffalo Bill (laughs) it puts a lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again that's beautiful you wanna fuck me I'd fuck me I'd fuck me hard um, no, and then and then they said uh, I said what do you like about it and um, there was a guy 
he said, I just love how you guys don't hold back. You just will s- be honest about shit. And then a few other people that night also commented on how they love the podcast. Oh, that's great. Yes, it actually got to a point where Is I... It- so it's you hear about this lot on Kiki. On, at Kiki. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, the the gay community. No, they were all straight people. Oh really? Yeah. All. I mean, you know, Kiki's filled with straight people. Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah. But it's it was. I thought. Yeah. It was it was interesting because there was a period of like half an hour where I was getting comments on the podcast, comments on my comedy, people wanting selfies, and at the end of like that half an hour, I was like, I am too famous to work here now. Yeah. Yeah, you feel so. Yeah, it's 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 like it's 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 nice. It's nice, but to, when you like, when you with the other staff, mm-hmm. it's like it's kind of embarrassing because uh-huh. you they're like another one. <laughs> <laughs> like this this one guy working with me said, um, so so why why do you work here if you're so famous? And yeah. I went, I'm Iceland famous. Yes, and also uh, it's a huge myth. Mm. I mean, even people you see in American blockbusters, <clears throat> like uh, big, big parts, or yeah. so, people are, uh, assume that those people are rich, but they're not. It's... They still have other jobs or yeah. other businesses. Mm. I mean, I mean, you even look at look at people who've re- like someone like Gloria Estefan. Yeah. Do you know where most of her money comes from? Um, no. She owns a chain of hotels. Oh, really? Yep. Yes. So yes. early in her career, she invested her money. Into buying a chain of hotels, and that's where most of her income. Well, most of uh, fifty cents income comes from came uh, from vitamin water. Vitamin water. So yeah. maybe we should have vitamin waters. Well, he just bought into something at the right time. Right. Yes. Mm. We should have an Australia like product. Well, once we have a sketch show, wink, wink, wink. Um, we'll be able to to cash in on that, especially if it's in English and people in the America or countries like such as. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called yeah it's yeah yeah uh we'll enjoy it but um yeah let's uh, you know i i don't think it's a bad thing that you said you're ready to be in love well i, I am I, yeah i guess i just need you know i've been have been single for for uh for two years now <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, i've had a lot of like random meaningless encounters mm-hmm. with figures in the dark yeah and I'm ready to have breakfast with someone. Yes, but you know, I am a I'm <clears throat> not an easy person to be in a relationship. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, how about how, how? Because you know. Well, no, I, I, well, I've never been in a relationship with you, but I can imagine that it would be difficult because. You're so focused on what you're doing a lot of the time. You're so focused on yes. your... I'm told I'm very distant. Well, th- I, I can imagine if you've got like a project going on that's really occupying your mind, that you could appear to not be interested mm-hmm. in the other person when really you are. It's just that you want to get this thing out of your mind. Yes. Before... Yes, yes, yes. I'm always giving birth to like these horrible brain babies yeah. who, who take uh, up so much space and to make so much noise. So I, I uh, when for example, when I'm writing a story, for yeah. example, when I was doing the super poop story, when I were, when I had sat down and like written out a few pages, and then I go meet some friends. I yeah. sit there with my friends and without saying anything because I'm still writing the story in my head of thinking, okay, if this one yeah. kills that one, mm. then there will be no more of this thing. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's kind of like solving a math problem, writing a story. Mm. It's a weird thing. And I'm not good at math. 
Me either. I'm very good at math. <laughs> but no, I, I get it. But I think I think the the way around that for you to be in a relationship is just to be really honest about that stuff up front. Like if you were to tell somebody, if I'm off distant, it's just be, it's not. It has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It's just that I'm thinking about work, and I will come back to you, and you just need to leave me, and I'll be fine. Yeah, it's good, but I'm not gonna uh, wallow, and not, I'm not gonna be desperate. I'm not gonna go out looking for a mate <clears throat> these days. No, I'm still gonna uh, accept the random meaningless encounters because they are, in fact, pretty meaningful in their meaninglessnessness. Do you feel that you have a love for yourself? I do most of the time. Uh, <laughs> I do have uh, a lot of love for myself. I laugh at my own jokes. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I like uh, dancing with myself mm-hmm. more than dancing with other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because um, you know, like that's one of the the RuPaul says this: if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you gonna love somebody else? Exactly. Can I get an amen? Amen. Yeah. And uh, then. Uh, yeah, I sing in a shower. I think if you sing in a shower, that's a good sign of you being in a good place. Oh, Talking you about... just pointed out something to me. I just, as you said that, I was like, wow, it's been quite a, f- a long time since I've sung in the shower. You actually, this is this is what, like uh, if you put your fists in the air. This is like one of the actual it physical just things you. that can help yeah, you get Yeah, I agree, I agree. I go like, bidi boo ba bidi bye And especially if I... Uh, if I would have, if I'd had a meaningless encounter, yeah. and the meaningless encounter is still in my bed while I'm having a shower, I do uh, extra loud singing so she can hear it, uh-huh. so she can know that I am in a good mood and happy about our exchange of bodily fluids. Uh-huh. But uh, uh, talking about being in a good place, I will be leaving a good place very soon because Why? I am being kicked out of my apartment. When? When is that happening? Well, uh, according to my landlord's last email, which I haven't responded to, and that's not because I am better, it's because I'm a bit busy. Uh, um, it's, it's supposed to happen like, like uh, this, this new month. Year. This in, new year. in January? Yeah. <clears throat> well, this Christmas, I have to get the fuck out of here on Christmas. And you don't have a place to go yet? <clears throat> I do have like a, a layover. Apartment, uh-huh. which is uh, my pa- my parents' own apartment, which they usually use for Airbnb. But Downtown, they, yeah, and they have allowed me uh, to stay there until you find a place. Until I find something else, and, but what that something else will be, yeah, will. Uh, and you don't want to live with people, do you? No, I, here's the thing: I would like to live with someone I like. Yeah, uh, I I would I I would like to like be a. Uh, flat made with some a good friend or something uh-huh. um i'm um, I, 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 so th- my choices are these this these are my top three choices i will find a place here in reykjavik yeah and i will rent either alone or with someone mm-hmm. and i number two i will go to uh germany uh, the land of germs where i will find a city called berlin Named after uh, Lord a, Berlin, a bear, a, a, a cross between Lenin and the Le- bear. You know, you know that Lenin communism. Remember the time when Lenin and the bear had sex and they had a, a super 
a half bear, half man baby called Berlin. Yes. Yes. The city is named after that uh, that superhero, that uh -huh. forgotten bear superhero. And or I would move to a city called Manhattan, which is named after a man with a hat. Shelbyville, Manhattan. <laughs> there was. You remember that guy with the hat? Uh huh. He, and he was also a man. He was also a man. He was a man with a in hat. a hat. Yes. Uh, uh, and and a man and somebody who had, had bad grammar said that's an man hat and he said he should live on a place called Manhattan hat and this yeah this joke isn't really yeah no working. it's not no. but I think you've just pointed something but that's, out yeah but which that is, means I have to move to Transylvania yeah which would be scary if you have any kind of um, medical issues mm -hmm. um, or look a little less than white. My whole career is a medical issue. Yeah. Um, but also, I think you've just pointed out you're not necessarily in as bad a place as you think. No. Because you're just saying, okay, so you have to leave this apartment, you've got another one to go to, you could live with a friend, you could move to Berlin, you could move to Manhattan. Currently, you're basically saying the world is your fucking oyster. Yeah. <sighs> Ain't life a bitch. It is. It is. So your bad places that it's like... I don't know which amazing city to live in. There's too many options. Yes, and which is better? Lots <clears throat> of meaningless love or one big love? Mm. Which is better? I would say one big. One big? Yeah. And lots of meaningless? Well, I've had both. But, you know, and I'm, the big I'm, love I'm, was belittling, much I'm belittling the meaningless loves because they're not that meaningless. So are you saying that your, your decision on where to live will also be reflected upon where you think you might find love? Love. No, I probably... That's very away. Meg Ryan mid-90s of you. <clears throat> yes, I woke up in a Meg Ryan mid-90s. Uh, I woke up in a addicted to love. Well, your I hair does look more perm today than yes, normal. Yes, 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 yes. And I'm, I'm pretty perky and... Uh, mm. Witty. Mm -hmm. But uh, <clears throat> and my nipples are hard. But I think uh, uh, I will get over this whole love thing after about I don't know two or three minutes. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So you thinking about leaving Iceland altogether? That's one. That's one uh, oh. option. But I oh. don't necessarily want to do that. I okay. don't think I want you to do that either. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's good to be good to be wanted. Well, it's. I mean, if I were to be completely honest with you, I am currently in the same place I was this time last year, mm -hmm. where and I remember that it's cyclical. Like mm -hmm. this time last year, I was having conversations with my flatmate at the time, Anton, mm -hmm. um, constantly about how I wasn't sure if I'd made the right decision. Is Iceland going to be working for me? You know, should I have just stayed in Australia, lived with my parents and, and saved lots of money working in a factory and bought a house? Yeah. You no. know. <clears throat> now, I think, I mean, if I stay in Iceland, if I go leave the country, I won't be able to do all the fun things we're going to do together. Which yeah. Which is a lot of, we have a big year. We have a big year. 17. Is 2017 going to is going to be our year, I The think. year of Australia. Yeah, I, th I, I really think so. So we need, really need to get our sketch show. Going off the ground, yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. just make that a reality by announcing that is our plan. That is our plan, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are going to secret it into reality. We're going to secrete. <laughs> We're going to secrete. We are going to uh, call upon a demon called the Australia's Sketch Show. Aha! Uh -huh. We bring it from the nethers of hell to the 
Hears of Earth. To the Hears of Earth. Yes, I have been watching Doctor Strange. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we, it will be good. It will be a great sketch show. And he saw, we saw that it was good. And it was. And it was very good. And thus they began to become the architects of their own demise. Yes, lovely. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. This could be like the, the voiceover and the, the opening titles. Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we could do like a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think, I think, I think it would be great to make that happen. Yeah, it could be like a wasteland. Australia. But I will, I will put this out there. If you end up uh, finding a place that you need to have a flatmate for it, let me know. Oh, yes. So we could live together and have like, and we could dress up as the Thai woman and Werner Herzog and have that sitcom. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thai woman, I am home. Ah, uh, so long you work today. What, what you make for our dinner? Do not question me about the nutritions we put in our body. They are meaningless. The only is the only reality is taste and texture, but that is only the front of the whole truth. You talk so much. Shut up. I have many words in my vocabulary. Use those words to clean couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! We should stop. We should. Stop. <laughs> But on that note, I think it's time for the embarrassment of the week. Mine is a little more subdued than yes. normal because I have I've I've been taking it easy on the booze mm, lately. Yeah, yeah. I have not been white girl wasted so much, and I have not had sexual intercourse since before we went to America. But on that uh, note, on that uh, note. Uh, I, Emergency, emergency. <laughs> Calling people of Australia. We have a man who needs to get his dick well, moist. Well, I don't know. Because I'm, I don't know if it's, if it's like the seasonal depression thing. I don't know if it's that, you know, in two weeks I'm about to go to Australia and I've got lots on my mind about that. But yeah. I just couldn't be bothered. Oh, so maybe it's like doing the thing because... Uh, Mm, it's clearing your mind. It's turning you into Neo. You're seeing... I don't need it. Yeah, you you have so... By not having sex, you are becoming more in control. I think so. I, and I think, like, for instance, like, I worked at Bravo the other day, and there was this guy who literally wanted me to go home with him at the end of the shift. Mm -hmm. And I said... I didn't have anything on the next morning at all. I could have. But I just said... Yeah, no, I'm pretty tired. I'm going to go home and go to bed. And so at 10 o'clock, I went home. I watched an episode of Westworld and I went to sleep. Yes. I chose to do that instead of having sex with a stranger. Uh, and it was just a, a matter of like when I was thinking about going home with this person versus going home alone. Going home alone seems less effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, I just didn't. And probably, I think a lot of that also has to do with the fact that, you know, when you're going, I'm in a period right now where I'm not really, I don't really feel sexy. So. You don't feel sexy? I don't. But you are, Jonathan. Oh, stop it. <laughs> um, <coughs> I don't, I don't really. But that's not, the embarrassment of the week for me isn't that. The embarrassment of the week for me is that 
I am freaking out because I have these two shows in Australia, one of them in Melbourne, mm -hmm. one of them in Brisbane, um, and they are just selling miserably. Like, uh, it's so the one, in, the one in Melbourne is on the 9th of December. It is a 150-seat theatre, mm. and I've currently sold 20 tickets. How, how long until the show? Uh, so it's like three weeks. Three weeks? Okay. Three weeks or so. But I mean, Melbourne is very similar to Iceland in that everyone waits the last minute. Mm -hmm. Everyone buys tickets on the day. You will get messages from people saying, oh, can I still get them at the door? You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's, I mean, it's a proper theatre, so they would have to actually go in and, because they cut them off at, at a certain time of day. But I'm just, I'm in freak out mode because it's like, well, may, part of me is like, maybe it was a dumb idea ha not having lived there for a year and a half, uh -huh. uh, not having been in everybody's spectrum, even though I still have an online presence in Australia. Maybe it was a stupid idea <clears throat> to do a show that is as vulnerable as this one is. Um... Add a big venue and assume that people will come. All right. So that's my embarrassment is that I feel like a failure at the moment. Yeah, well, I'm sure people will buy the ticket and, uh, you know, um, isn't there a way like to can to plug it? Oh, it's so I've been I've been trying to email like the gay media and stuff in mm -hmm. in Melbourne and you know, they're, they're all so busy all the time. And, mm. and I even think uh, I'm getting flyers sent to, to my ex-husband and he's going to put them in his medical center. <clears throat> and, you know, I've, I've got some posters going around. I'm trying to work out what to do. I'm trying to line up interviews. Like, here's what you should do. You should, like, we, we have to make a viral video. Yeah. Yeah, you have to kind of lose your shit or at least pretend to lose your shit. Uh-huh. Like the Lee Britney Lone guy. Yeah. Um, Chris Crocker. Chris Crocker. Who, who follows me on Twitter. Who follows you on Twitter. Uh -huh. And uh, <laughs> 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 and you could do, do you could maybe lose your shit like in a, like in but uh, uh, just over here on Laugavegur maybe mm. scream at people. Remember that woman who uh, plugged her play by pretending yes, to it be was she was in happy. misery the play and yeah. she pretended to be what kind of cockadoodie bookstore is this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You could do something like that. You could lose your seat in a shop, maybe. Oh, wow. That's I mean, an interesting in, idea. In a, in a sex shop. A sex shop. Yeah, that would like act, add an extra layer to it. Yeah. Or a candy shop. Uh-huh. Like, a candy store. Or like, yes, like maybe because people l love hating on like uh, vegans and gluten-free people. So you can be like a gluten-free person losing your shit. Well, maybe maybe I could be in a, in a, in a, super, a supermarket and I'm demanding Vegemite. What's a Vegemite? It's a, it's a product you can only buy in Australia. It's a yeah. spread that you put on toast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could be an Australian losing his shit in yeah. Iceland because you don't have... And you should do a list of only products that are available. Do you have Tim Tams? <laughs> Vegemite. Come on, man. I need a caramel koala. <laughs> yeah. If you do that, it will go viral in Australia. And then, then suddenly the guy... Who lost his shit has a show. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. People yeah. will go. The guy who lost his shit has a show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why I was thinking about just doing a video to tell people what's happening in the show, or mm. you know, why should they give a shit about who I am? 
I mean, but I've done some really awesome things. Yes, you have done many awesome things. Yeah. But uh, I think I think we should do 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 this. Do the viral video. Okay. <laughs> I'll be I'll be standing in the corner with my phone. Yeah. <laughs> and you could go. Are you taping this? <laughs> Get that out of my fucking face. <laughs> Is that like an Australian phone? A, t a typical no. No. Okay. No, there's not. There's not a typically Australian phone. Is it like an iPhone? An iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an iPhone? iPhone. <laughs> it's very nice. <laughs> oh man. So that's. But you've you've helped me feel better. I think I'm just. I'm nervous because this is the first time I've I've been back since I left. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what to expect. You know. And here's the the thing that that I've been coming to terms with lately is you forget when you leave a country mm. that it still goes on without you. Yeah. And you know, like, um, I've been lately, like, looking at all my Australian friends and they're still all doing their own thing mm -hmm. and you just haven't been a part of it. So you're kind of like, what's it going to be like? What yeah, will it be well, like seeing my ex for the first time? I would really like to go to Australia. I haven't even been to that part. Well, remember, there's, there's, a, there's a possibility we may be doing that next year. <gasps> yeah! But we, I guess we can't really speak about it we just yet. We can't really speak about that just yet. No. But it will be in the year of Australia. It's going to be a big year. It's going to be a big year. I'm also, I'm also at a crossroads where I, I don't really want to work in bars anymore. Yeah? No. Mm. <gasps> I don't... I wouldn't want to work in a bar unless it was the bar I was going to make, which was the Bloody Mary bar, which also has mini golf. Oh wow, that sounds great. Yeah, it's it's uh, and mini golf with a horror theme. Because also, if it's Bloody Marys, it'd be a great thing to do when you're hungover. Because mini golf doesn't require a lot of activity, but you'll move. The Bloody Mary will help cure your hangover. Yes, I know. It's a perfect. It's a perfect plan. I will call it the blood hole. Uh, where, nice. Yeah, where uh, people can go. It will be an inside mini golf course, mm -hmm. and will be a, have a horror theme. <coughs> Mm -hmm. And you can, and, and it will be do-it-yourself Bloody Marys. Yeah. So you'll have a, like a salad bar, which is just a Bloody Mary bar. You get mm -hmm. a glass of vodka and you go put anything in it, shrimp and cheese or whatever. I've seen, I've seen a Bloody Mary bar. Oh, I love that. I saw it yeah. once in Boston. Yeah. That's where, I, that's where I've seen a picture of one. Mm. It, was, it was in Boston. Yeah, it was in a hotel. It yeah. used to be a prison. Oh, Boston, yes. maybe maybe this person stayed in the same hotel, but that's Probably. I'm starting to understand recently why so many creative people just own their own businesses as well. Yeah, like they just own a bar because it is a source of income, and you don't have to, you know, be working at midnight on a Friday. Maybe I should just start this blood hole thing next year. I yeah. should I should just do my blood hole bar. Blood hole, it's a good, it sounds dirty, yeah. it sounds like a... I think somebody needs to go talk to the bank. Yes, I will. But here's the thing, I'm stalling because I don't have an embarrassment. Because you beat. haven't done anything embarrassing. I probably did, but I can't remember at the moment. Maybe mm -hmm. you can fish it out of me. So, hmm. Well, I know one thing, but I can't talk no, about that. No, you cannot talk about that, because I also know that thing too. Yes, I know. There talk are about places it. we will not go in there this podcast. There are some places that are so embarrassing, or so personal, or so amazing that we can't talk about we them cannot. on this podcast, because then uh, the people's. Uh, the peoples of Australia's brains will I guess you could say that you're, part of your embarrassment is, is that, you know, like. You you you're just as immune 
Uh, you're just as not immune as the rest of Iceland when it comes to the housing crisis here. Yeah, that's an well, I don't, I would, yeah, but I would find it even more embarrassing if I wasn't immune. Do you feel it's a little bit of an embarrassment that you're nearly 40 and you don't own an apartment? No, I don't think so, because the fact is I'm nearly 40 and there are so many things about me that are not regular about someone being yeah. nearly 40, I guess according to like traditional measures. But uh, I mean, I, I love it that I've reached this point in my life. I am actually, you know, I'm loving me at 39. Yeah. Uh, this uh, friend of mine uh, pointed out that I look younger than I uh, am. I think you do. That's nice. I think you look closer to my age. Yeah, I think so too. And you look closer to my age. No, Thanks. I'm sorry. Thank I don't you. know why I said that. It wasn't even a good joke. Yeah. But that's only because I have said I still have a bit of sadness in my heart. Yeah. But it's like a melancholic sadness, mm. which is uh, the Icelandic word for that is angurvært. Uh, Angur means some kind of sickness. Yeah, uh, no, angur is kind of uh, it, it's it's, um, it's pain. Uh huh. But wired is um, at ease or um, so it's easy easy pain. No, it's um, no at ease meaning wired relaxed is uh, yes it's relaxed relaxed it's, pain uh, accepted. Uh huh. I mean it means basically. I am at ease with my pain, mm -hmm. and it in fact feels kind of nice. You're it's functioning miserable. Yes, mm -hmm. melancholic. Melancholic. And yeah. the infinite sadness. The infinite sadness that never goes away. It never goes away, you guys, and it's a part of life. It sadness is. It's nice. But I mean, remember Louis C.K. had a great point about, about the sad moments in life. On, uh, I think it was on Conan recently, and he was uh, talking about how. Yeah, he yeah he was talking. That was also very wise words. I have a, a, a yeah I have an embarrassment, which is that um, in recently I actually kind of started kind of having a crush on a girl, and mm -hmm. uh, and it was in we were having like a casual relationship, and yeah. it wasn't supposed to happen, and uh, then it ended, mm -hmm. and I got very sad. And I kind of cried for a day, mm -hmm. and my sa friend Sandra, she witnessed it. Yeah. And she says, she said to me, "Well, at least you have those feelings." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "You should. Aren't you glad that you actually kind of have like you can't be a bit heartbroken and yeah. stuff?" I like, yeah, yeah, I guess that's nice. And uh, yeah, so I'm, so so I'm happy about being sad in a way. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's good. It makes you human. First time I ever heard about you crying was when you said you cried during my TED talk. Yeah, and I was like, oh, oh, you have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I cry all the time, actually. Yeah. I'm a big, big old mushy crier. Mm. I'm John crier even. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit heartless in that way. Yeah, you don't it cry takes, a lot. I, you, I used to. You cried like in a fetus position while painting Kiki. Yeah, I tend to do it alone. Yeah. I tend yeah. to do it alone. I usually do it alone, but I actually did it in front of Sandra and I found it, found it to be kind of embarrassing. That was embarrassing. I was yeah. like, oh, I can't believe I cried in front of her. Yeah. But Remember when you cried in front of me in Bilke in America? Yes. Yeah, I that remember. was that was a that was a hallmark moment <laughs> for me. That was like a that was like that was worthy of being in a commercial, you know. And I could just see the voiceover going, 
(laughs) True love is knowing that they'll be there for you on the other side. You know? (laughs) With beer and pizza. With beer and pizza. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, this was good. That was good. So I guess now we move on to Operation, Operation Sex God. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I haven't done a lot of things, but I've done the dancing on mm-hmm. my own a bit. Of the, dancing on I danced my to uh, Eminem's, the Eminem show. Because mm-hmm. I always pick like a whole album to dance mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a very danceable album, but it's very long. Mm. So it really, I, I was really exhausted after it. And uh, the other day... I was just, I think it was yesterday, I was uh, at a, a book reading uh, where Kurt Graupier was reading from his latest book, mm-hmm. which <clears throat> was very fun, and I bought a, a, a copy. Uh, and somebody said to me, whoa, looking good, Operation Sex God is working. And oh. I said, thank you. <laughs> uh, then I ran through the window. But, uh, <laughs> It was uh, it was a compliment which will actually give me more boost into doing more to dancing. Do more, yeah. Yes, and I'm also been I also swam a bit the other day. That's nice. So that's my operation, sex girl. Well, for me, I have uh, I've I've actually been controlling calories a bit more. Mm-hmm. So like, not not eating if I'm not hungry. Trying to make sure that the things I do eat are healthy. Jonathan Duffy, the controller of calories. The controller of calories. I am the calorie comptroller. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is a comptroller? <laughs> I don't know. Could it be the Cali troller? No. That's no. Something that's trolling California. But the other, the other thing is, um, because I haven't been drinking as much, like, yeah. and I've been, like, at the end of a work shift, I haven't been really staying behind too much to have... Uh, after shift beers or anything, I've just been going home. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, two things have happened. I f- I'm feeling a bit better. Mm-hmm. I have noticed I've dropped on the scales. Yeah. Um, but I've also had this sort of kind of mm, positive realization that even though I'm, I don't feel very sexy at the moment, I'm okay with me mm-hmm. because this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at right now. And if I want to change things, I can. Yeah, 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 and also sometimes, and it's a cliche, but uh, sometimes the only thing you have to do to be sexy is... uh, Believe it. Yeah, believe in your sexiness. If you feel sexy, you you get at least, like... uh, It's true, you get like 20 to 30% more... Um, sex points. It's it's amazing how it's that works. It's just all in the mind. Yes. But um, but uh, that's I mean so so yeah. I so I've been doing that. But I also have l- like honestly started putting in place things for that documentary. Mm-hmm. So the one I'm, so that's also happening in two thousand seventeen. Right. So I'm probably gonna be the most boring person. For at least the first nine months of next year. Oh, only nine months. Well, at least, yeah. at least. Okay. Um, okay. So and it'll be. It'll, so I'll just have to do, be the fun guy. You mean I'm still fun when I'm sober? I'm sober right now. Yes. 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 <laughs> oh no. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but that's 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 where I'm at. But I've 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 got someone lined up for the training side. I'm looking at getting sponsorship, hopefully, with, like, world class or something. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But I don't want to give too much away, but that's definitely all happening. It's going to be a big year. It's going to be a big year. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that a bird-watching term? A big year? A big year. Why is a year a bird? Yeah, I think bird-watchers, they have this thing where they try to have a big year 
where they count uh, all the birds in the world. How do you how do you know this? Because there was a movie called A Big Year, and it was about bird watching. Oh yeah, it had Owen Wilson and uh, and Steve Martin. And it wow. wasn't a very funny movie. It doesn't sound funny at no. all. I tell you what is funny is the new one by um, oh la, 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 the guy who did for your consideration and oh yeah 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 mascots the mascots have you seen it Christopher Guest is one of my heroes. Have man. you seen mascots? Yes, I have. Oh, I loved it. Who is your favorite character? Uh, my favorite character, I guess. Was uh, I? I loved Parker Post. I love her in everything <laughs> she does. As Parker. the armadillo. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that was a funny. Oh. And how she did the little nuances. How her and her sister were always chewing gum. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like every single scene, they were chewing gum. Yeah. I think I think she was my favorite. <clears throat> yeah, Parker mine Posey, too. I've had to crush on her for years. Ah, oh, I loved her in Blade as well. In Blade, she was. She in was Blade. in Blade Trinity. She was the. Oh, yeah. The she was the one. the bad the the head honcho boss lady. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yes, uh, I loved her in uh, the Hal Hartley movies in Amateur. Have yeah. you seen that movie? Yes. That's yeah. Great. Yeah, I just think she's amazing. <clears throat> hey, yeah, I am going to put this ship off course. Uh huh. And I have a new thing, which is no segment ever. Uh huh. Because you were talking about you do not want to work in a bar. Yeah. And I copied and pasted this thing um, like weeks ago uh, with somebody who was working at the bar uh, put on Facebook. Uh-huh. And this is for everyone who are going out to have uh, uh, have scamping yourself. Everyone who's going out drinking yeah. tonight. Keep this in mind. One. Yeah, and there are thirty-five points. Oh my god! <laughs> and this is from a bartender. This is from a bartender. So, so do you want to tell me some of them, and I'll tell you yeah, if I agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. we can have it like a, a, we do five now. Okay, let's, five do five. let's do five. Let's do five. Let's do five. Okay, number one, our name is not Hey or You, and we don't listen to whistling or when you bang your bottle or glass in the bar table or you tap your card. A lot of women tap cards and they snap their fingers as well. You can be sure that we will uh, we will uh, tend to other people at the bar before we tend to you yes. if you do this. Yep, true. That is incredibly true. Also, don't uh, like especially when I'm working at the busiest one, which is Kiki. Mm -hmm. I will. I have zero tolerance mm. for shit. You will get the finger in your face, and you will get me treating you like a dog and saying no, no. <laughs> Don't. <coughs> okay, number two. Number two. Only because we are. Only because we. Uh, if we are lo looking in your direction, it doesn't mean we are ready to serve you. Yes. Just because we looked at you doesn't mean we know that you're the. Uh, we. Uh, don't, don't, just because we didn't look at you, doesn't mean we don't know you exist. We know you're there. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And you, you often see people like they might be like three rows behind and they make eye contact with you and just start talking. And it's like, honey, don't you see the people in front? Just because we locked eyes doesn't mean I'm bringing you up. Yeah, uh, it's not. It's not. I volunteer as tribute. This is not the Hunger Games. <laughs> uh, number three. Okay. 
if I am in the middle of serving someone, do not say, hey, if you have the time or when you're ready. When we have the time and when we are ready, we then will we will ask serve you. you. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I have to do that all the time. I'm pouring a beer and someone in front of the, the, the beer tap will say to me, I'll have a gin and I'll go, I'm just serving somebody else, thank you. I'll get to you when I'm ready. <laughs> That's very good. Okay. Okay, number four. You will never, and I mean never, touch the bartender. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I, that is another zero tolerance. Okay, so just last weekend, this girl said to me, she asked for gin and tonic, and I gave, I, she watched me make them. Mm -hmm. And I gave them to her, two gin and tonics, and she took a sip, and she said, there's no booze in this. Oof. And I said to her, you watched me make it. No, I didn't. Okay, so you looked in my direction, but didn't take note of what I put in the drink. There's gin in there. No, there's not. There's no booze in there. And I said to her, well, I don't know how to tell you this, but there's booze in there. And you know, you're not the best judge of character because you're drunk. And I always forget this. The worst thing you can say to a drunk customer is that they're drunk. Yes, yeah, like telling a stupid person it's stupid. Because they go, I am not drunk. And her friend was getting a little bit sick of the situation. So her friend drunkenly just slurred at me, just make them again. And I went, okay, fine. And I went to grab it and she touched my hand. And I, I ripped my hand away. I smacked her hand out of it and I said, don't touch me. This is not your place. So then I remade the drinks. I, and I, I showed her the bottle. See, this is gin. And I put the gin in, gave, it, gave them the drinks. She took a sip and said, now that is a different drink. And I said, you better remove yourself from the bar before I have you removed from this venue. And she said, you don't need to be so rude about things. I said, no, you have been rude and you have been unreasonable. And both the friends on either side of her turned to her and went, yeah, you have been kind of a bitch. <laughs> and you know what I said to her? Boom! Get! <laughs> Lovely. Okay, and number five. Don't tell us that you're also a bartender. Oh. We do not give a shit. Oh my god, and, and adding to that, the, like, if you're also a bartender, don't tell me that the keg needs to be changed. <laughs> don't do this happened this happened to me once oh that beer does it it's not as foamy as it should be it's being served to you in a plastic glass at a gay bar mm. what do you expect and you know it, or, or, you'll get your phone or, what's your whiskey list look around honey <laughs> look at where you are um but, <laughs> but she this this one woman was like oh did you change the keg yet I said, when did you establish that I was going to change it when I told you that I think it should be changed I'm a bartender too I don't mm. care. I don't care. You obviously like your job more than I do. This is so funny. This is. We should call this segment something because there are like, there are 30 more points. We should call it Grinding a Bartender's Gears. Grinding a Bartender's Gears. Yes. Oh man, you're gonna get lots of mileage out of this for me. Oh, one, one, oh, and the, the, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one that I know is not gonna be on there, mm. and I know I've said this to you before. It's the whole squat thing. The squat thing. Squat. Squat thing. Squat. Squat. When I send the girls come to the bar and they want a shot, yeah, and all they say to you is to a squat, yeah, and in any other language you wouldn't just say two shots. No. 
You'd say, I'll have two shots of... Yeah, well, there is a... Because, okay, uh, White Girl Wasted default shot is, of course, the disgusting piece of shit liquid, which is the guile or the opal. Mm-hmm. And though I've said this before and I will never tire of saying this, it is a crime to alcohol. It's mm-hmm. an insult to the drug that is alcohol. Mm-hmm. By adding the flavor of guile and opal to it, it tastes foul. And I didn't say that. Quentin Tarantino said that on yeah. Jay Leno or yeah, something. Yeah, when he was talking about New Year's Eve with yeah. with, yeah. with yeah. Yeah. And it's it's disgusting. Whenever uh, whenever people go, come to me and say, Hey, Lemon Cow, that's good. And then they want to buy me a shot. Okay, I'm, well, I'm very grateful. But, even though I made them sound like uh, idiots. Yeah, yeah. But um, you always tell them not gay. Yeah, I just, I just before, uh, yeah. before it happens, not gay. Actually, uh, just tequila or vodka or whiskey. Everything that's an mm-hmm. actual thing that has existed for at least hundreds. Yeah, hundred yeah, years. yeah. I would. Eat, I like Brennevin as a shot. Yeah, Brennevin is nice. Brennevin is nice. I, I just don't think, and and so they don't know what they want. Mm. They and the other thing I hate it when you say. Uh, they say two Scott, yeah, of two Scott. Yes, honey, but what of? Oh, something nice. I will give you water. <coughs> just put guile. Did I tell you about the yeah, one where? Just get rid of all the guile. Where where she said surprise me. Yeah. And so I gave her gin. Yeah. And then she just took it with. And I said surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was good. That's a good segment. That's a good segment. It is time for how. I'm thinking also. Yeah. Of, of just just at this second. Yeah. In the middle of a sentence. Uh-huh. I found a I found something I think is a better title for the bar. bar Go segment. on. Go on. Jonan the Barbarian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can get out all my pent up rage about being a bartender. Yeah. <laughs> Jonan the Barbarian. Oh, I love it. Sometimes I am so creative. And I will even I will even pre- prepare things for you. <laughs> I will prepare at least five different things that piss me off about being a bartender. <laughs> Lovely. This yes. is amazing. Yes, we gave a birth to another brain baby today. Oh, 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 one more one more i want to put in there uh-huh. one more that i get so sick of being asked is especially by americans they look at the wall of booze behind you so like what you have up there is that like all you've got and i've started saying no we actually have a secret room downstairs full of alcohol that we never want the public to see because we will totally gain everything from that <laughs> uh, i am the worst bartender in history Yes, yes you are. Yes. If, uh, let's put it this way, if I worked in America, I would die of poverty because I would not make any tips. Yes, yes, I know. But, uh, but now it's time for How, how to Speak Australian. Australian. And I have been uh, getting nostalgic and ready for home. Mm-hmm. So I have been looking forward to certain things when I get back to Australia, like, you know, being able to buy um, paracetamol in the supermarket. Uh, or or having brand variety, mm-hmm. uh, or you know just the sun and 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 Christmas in Australia is very different. You know it's a barbecue kind of weather, uh, white wine in the sun kind of thing. Um, but uh, I was going to teach you about something that I really love to have on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's a type of food that you can, can tend to do in the barbecue. So 
For me, my Christmas day will be like this. It'll, we'll wake up at like five because there's always kids mm. who want to open presents. Everyone does the whole present thing. And then my dad will turn on the barbecue and we will, there will be, you know, sausages and bacon and eggs and, and we'll have breakfast with champagne. Then everybody goes back to sleep until about 2 p.m. and then you bring out the seafood and the shellfish and you know the cold cuts and salads and then you spend the rest of the day in the af in the backyard eating mm. and drinking it's amazing yeah um but there's one thing in that breakfast which i love and it's basically you take a piece of bread you cut a hole in it and then you fry an egg in the hole yes and we call that a toad in the hole. A toad in the hole. Toad in the hole. I think I've actually heard this. Yeah, a toad I, in the hole. Yeah, I've heard this before, probably on some Australian television. Yeah, and, and you sometimes you might want to put bacon in it, and mm. if you like, if you close it, like the egg explodes, and then you dip it. It's it's really nice. Yeah, it's just called egg bread. On yeah, egg bread. Yeah, egg bread. <laughs> it's just egg bread. But it, I think it's more accurate to call it a, a, a toad in a hole. Toad in a hole. Toad in a hole. Well, I have a food one for you. Uh huh. Which is, it's had nothing to do with food, but the, uh, just the words. It's like when uh, it's rusinan i pilsvendunum. Something about a hot dog. Mm hmm. What rus rusina rusina a red <laughs> no rusina rus I don't know well it's it sounds like the English words in a way rusin a rusin rosin rosin raisin 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 rusina is raisin hot dog <laughs> raisin at the end of the hot dog it's the it, rusin on the pilsen means the raisin. At the end of the hot dog. I don't understand. <laughs> it kind of means the same thing as cherry on top. The raisin. <laughs> That's how depressing this country is. A, a dove is a pigeon, a butterfly is a moth, and the cherry on top of the sundae is the raisin at the end of a hot dog. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, that's amazing. Raisin. This one came from Unnur Jónsdóttir, an avid listener to Australia. But it's it's like if I would say, uh, on the 26th of November at Rosenberg, we will have comedians Andre Iverson, Bilke Babylons, Johannes Ingi, Snjólaug Ludvigs, Hulik Dagsson, and the raisin in the hot dog, Jonathan Dovey. So it doesn't... Is it like the cherry on the cake, or is it like the one that stands out? It's it's uh, yeah, it's kind of yeah, and our main it, it's the like the main attraction. Yeah, the, the, the yeah, the dot over the, the or the icing on the cake. The icing on the cake. Yes. Yeah. The raisin um, at the end of the hot dog. It's the they, raisin oh at the God. end. Of I just the love that. Well, there is some serious some really depressing things here. Like, and you have this thing called window weather. Window weather, that's Glückgeweather, yes, which yes. basically means it looks nicer outside than it is. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It looks love lovely, that. but don't go out there, yeah. you'll die. Glückgeweather, it's window weather. <laughs> I, I love that. There should be a movie, like a horror movie called, called Window, window weather. weather. Yes. Uh, well, there is kind of at the moment, called Shut In. Yeah? With Naomi Watts. Oh, yeah. She's yeah, yeah. snowed in and oh, in this I beautiful she was wilderness. Like a, uh, the agoraphobia. Um, right. thinking of this one more here, I, I, whenever I ask uh, Facebook to 
Give they give you lots. They give me lots and lots of words. But I would ask them for uh, acts of, uh, of agony, nothing. It's because they don't trust you. They do not trust me They do at not all. trust you with your, their problems. We get a lot more alive, though. Mm. All right. Well, shall we move on to, to the next? Yeah, let's do Okay, so the next one is Gay It To Me Straight, isn't Gay it? Gay It To Me Straight! Do you have a question for me? Mm, well, ask me one. And I will try to find a relatable one. I will figure something out. Well, it's it's interesting yeah. that you talked about earlier the the feeling of, of ready to be in love. Mm-hmm. Because I was going to... I was going to ask you about kind of if, if you as a straight man have ever been in the situation I'm currently in. Where you just do not... You just couldn't be bothered. Yeah, if uh, if I ever don't even want, to, I'm not like I'm even not if somebody's funny. throwing sex at you and you're yeah. like, nah, yes. I'll just want to go home. Yes, I have been in that. What situation. what caused it? How'd you get out of it? I Did you need to get out of it? I think I mean, uh, as a neurotic person uh, and uh, yeah, and well, being like an artist or a comedian, it just goes. It's just goes hand in hand with being kind of always self-doubting mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So uh, <clears throat> that's why why we are comedians. When you step up on stage and give uh, have, and people laugh at everything we say, we get recognition. Yeah, having sex like one night stands or just sex, just having sex with mm-hmm. people that you like to have sex with. It's. It's recognition as well. Mm. You're being recognized. People actually want to take off their clothes and be on you when you don't have your clothes either mm-hmm. on and have the sexual intercourse. People will let you inside of them. That is a recognition. That is a recognition. Yes. And uh, so I guess if I've had some recognition or even a lot of recognition mm-hmm. in the recent past I feel as if yeah at those moments I think um no you I, don't need it yeah I, I, but I but I will take it anyway in many cases mm. but uh, here's the thing if you are in that mental state mm-hmm. where you're thinking I don't need no sex I am, I am, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. I don't need no recognition. I am recognized. Think you better recognize. But what if it? What if, if it's not like, because of like the recognition? Then you get actually more sexy, and then you get more sexy. But yeah. Life. So then, what if it's not because of the recognition? What if you just at a low where you're just like, I just couldn't be bothered. Then I probably would take the sex anyway. Uh, well. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, I will just I will just do it because maybe this sex will make me feel better. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I can have sex and be depressed at the same time. Yeah, yeah, but it's not good. It's not a good place to be in. No, they're and not. I wouldn't say it would be fair to the other person. Because I'm I'm more likely to like if if I did that and was depressed afterwards, they'd probably want to start a conversation like you know oh so what do you do? And my response would be the towels are over there. Mm. Um. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Okay, here is a question that popped into my mind. Yeah. And it's personal. I will answer it as well. Okay. Okay. But uh, uh, have you ever had like erectile dysfunction? Yes. Yes. 
Yes. And in what kind of uh, situations? Uh, the erectile dysfunction I've had has been where I couldn't come. You couldn't come? Yeah. But that's not erectile dysfunction. It is. No. Erectile dysfunction is anything, um, anything pertaining to the normal functions of the penis. I've had sex, like, and not be able to come because just... I've been yeah. just having I have I have at least stop. once or twice in my in my life not been able to get it up because I was too drunk. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm talking about that kind of yeah. stuff. That that's happened to me maybe twice before, but I've yeah. had the I think it's more frustrating if you can get the erection but you can't climax. I don't find that frustrating at all. If oh, I'm dear. able to make my partner climax, that's that's enough for me. That's that's the recognition. Yeah, but it's probably different for gays because it's not as hard to make a man climax as it is oh, to make a woman. Yeah, so it's okay. not really that big an oh. achievement. It's not like unlocking a new ability. It's, it's a very good gay to straight man. It is. It's. It's not that hard. And okay. it's, it's. I mean, not the, that hard. I do remember that every time I've ever um, had that happen to me, I've been on antidepressants because mm. yeah. that oh, is really? sometimes a side effect okay. of anti-anxiety medication or antidepressants. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that, that. You have difficulty yes, climaxing. Yes. And then one of the worst parts about it is that the, the, the doctors or whoever, you know, your, your therapist will tell you, the best thing you can do is just go into the sex situation not thinking about it. Don't think about the fact that you're going to get to a point where you almost get there and then you can't anymore. Okay. Um, and, but then it becomes a vicious cycle. Yeah. So you, you get to a point where you're almost there. You go, oh my God, it's finally working. Yes. And then, and then, then you like, oh no, I started thinking about it. Oh my God, now it's going to stop. Oh, it stopped. It stopped. Okay, just get back there. Just <laughs> yeah, get back I, there again. You are, I'm very familiar with this feeling. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and you keep going. You keep, keep going. going because keep going. he wants me to come. And, uh, and that has actually brought me to a place where I'm going, okay, I have to fake it. I've done that too. Yeah, so I'll just fake it because for so she'll be, yeah. you know, so she'll have the recognition. Yeah. But, um, uh, but the, uh, the thing I'm talking about is not having a boner, basically, which well, is the worst thing. That's only happened to me from, uh, from being too drunk. Yeah, that has happened from being too drunk. And then it's then it's a legit excuse. Yeah. Uh, but um, it has happened like the morning after, and I'm kind of hungover. Yeah. Or even have a jump a bit. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, party remorse. Party remorse, mm -hmm. and uh, I, that that can be enough for me not to be able to get it up. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's what what really makes it happen is the pressure mm. because the lady maybe really wants to have a second round and I'm feeling kind of She sad. really wants to have a second round and... Uh, yeah, and she really wants to have one and I am a man and I have to be a man. You have, you have then you have performance anxiety. Yeah, performance anxiety, exactly. Mm -hmm. Which is, uh, which makes you feel very unmanly and it's, uh, it's a, it's I think it's a thing, it's not very much talked about, not enough talked about mm. in the ma man community. It's not. Uh, so it's a taboo. You don't really taboo, speak yeah. about it, and it, it's a joke. If you have erectile dysfunction, mm -hmm. it's, it's 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 you are a loser. And it, it it's medically it happens to people who are healthy as yeah. well. Yeah. It happens to people at you know, just because it happens once doesn't mean you need to go on Viagra. No, exactly. You no, know. No. and uh, <clears throat> you know it doesn't happen a lot of time, but it has happened. Um, 
you know one time <clears throat> is one time uh, too many mm. to every man mm. because it's just yeah. it's, it's humiliating but also i mean uh, the other thing i think that doesn't get spoken about enough for for men is like okay so in the decade of life that you and i are in mm. you have like another change you get like a second puberty yeah and so so yeah. for one your your sex drive decreases which mm -hmm. i never thought would happen to me so, yeah. i never <laughs> thought would happen to me but i sometimes i've talked about this on 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 the podcast before where i've i've gone ah oh, i haven't jerked off in a few days i guess i forgot to you know and and it's whereas you know i would in my 20s was like i could do it several times a day i was ready even if i had a headache i was ready to go yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But right. uh, but you know, you, you there's all these changes that happen in your body. Like you drink one beer and have diarrhea for the next day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> second puberty, man, and nobody tells you about this. No, no, they should, they should put put us in second puberty school. School, yeah, yes, yes. and I know. I that... feel like though I'm hornier now than as a teenager for some reason. Oh. I think uh, I think I did my midlife crisis as a teenager. Yeah. And now I'm going through like uh, like uh, my teen horniness. I, I actually feel like this. Well, maybe you're actually more feminine than you realize. Yes. Because I, a woman's sexual peak is closer to 40. Yeah, may, yeah, I may be like a middle-aged woman rather than a middle-aged man. Yeah. yeah. Do you have problems with dryness? I do. I do. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> dryness like uh, dry skin? No. No. Like no, no, dry no. vagina? Yeah, sorry, I was... So often through menopause, women can have issues with their own lubrication oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well uh that was so that was a bad joke i made thanks for pointing was, that out it was all right thanks yeah, yes. no 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 it just it just crashed on the fact that i don't know anything about, about middle yeah, yeah yeah you don't you don't you get hot flushes i heard about that the city. yeah but anyway i think that was a good gate to me straight it was one of the it was best nice it was real and now it's time for oh, the Ants of Agony. Okay, so we have a question. We have a question that came in now uh, via the text. Okay, so this is a big one. Okay. Uh, so this is, how do you tell someone you like that you think you're spending too much time together? Ah. Mm. Very difficult. So from, from this, I'm guessing it's like, so when you're in a relationship with somebody that... And you, you quite like them, but you're not getting enough space to yourself. How do you tell them? Hello? I remember, I'm, I'm, I, this has been told, I mean, um, like, my third girlfriend or mm -hmm. something years ago. And <clears throat> we were, like, starting dating and we had uh, either went to her place or my place every, every night. Mm -hmm. And at one time, she said... And she, I could see she had the difficulty of, with saying this, but she said, um, I want to sleep alone tonight. And sometimes I would just like to hang with myself. Did you get offended not. by it? No, I said, oh, great, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ran away through a window. But uh, <laughs> it's your new thing. <laughs> yeah, running through windows. And uh, yeah, so I mean, maybe it, but it's it's not. Maybe it's there's always a chance that mm. the other person is thinking the same way, but you, but but they are not uh, displaying those uh, feelings because they think that you are not feeling the same way. Mm -hmm. So that's always the chance. But however, 
there is also a very likely chance that they want to spend a lot more time with you. Yeah. And um, I guess, I don't know, how would you, like, how would you say it to me? Well, that's, that's the thing is in the, I, you know, I've only had the one big relationship and in that relationship, I was probably the person who wanted to spend more time together. Mm -hmm. um, but having said that, you know, the, the, the partner I was with was like, had such a demanding career that even when he was at home, he was either asleep or in his office studying. Mm -hmm. So the, the extent to which we would spend time together would be maybe for a couple of hours on the weekend or, yeah. um, yeah, it's that's it's it's a really tough one because, uh, you know, there would be if if he, there were times when he did say to me, I I just need to you know spend some time on my own, and it, you can get offended by it. Yeah, you can get offended by it, but here maybe here's the thing. I think it's uh, like uh, it might be better to do it in person and and yeah, do, you uh, need do, to do it in do person. It, do it also in a relaxed way by saying even while smiling. Yeah. If the other person say, hey, maybe you want to go uh, go to the cabin this weekend or whatever. He's like, I, I think that, I need to just spend some time alone. Yeah. But I think but if you say it's smiling, you said, ah, actually, I would like to spend some time alone. And I think, I think you need to straight away say to them that it has nothing to do with them. Because mm -hmm. that's the first thing. If, if you're in a relationship with somebody who's very, I don't want to say codependent, but someone who, who likes affection and needs to be with each other, I think you have to be very upfront about this early on. You don't want to let it get to three or four years down the track and then say to them, oh, by the way, I'm the kind of person who likes to spend a bit more time alone. Because then you've already been, you've set this precedent. You've let them... Um, believe that you want to spend this much yeah. time together. I think you have to be really honest from the get-go about that but if you're gonna say to them I think I need occasionally to spend some time alone you just have to follow it up immediately with a sentence that lets them know that it has nothing to do with them. Mm -hmm. It is just that this is the person I am. Yeah or maybe if you like dress up as like something insane uh, not a clown suit because uh, those are scary uh -huh. but if you like dress up as a dinosaur maybe uh -huh. and are waving flags yeah and with uh, maybe with a, with a, like music you'd bring ghetto blaster and put on some uh, like like some fun cinematic music, like uh, the Danny Elfman's theme from uh, Pee Wee Herman. And you go, and you go like waving your flags as dressed as dinosaur saying, Hey, you know what? I wouldn't mind spending more time with myself. It's not you. It's me. La 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 la. And then you run through the window. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then the message is clear. The message is fun. It's hey. interesting. And the, the whole thing about bringing the message in that way, the other person is gonna go. Uh, she was in a dinosaur suit and had. I think it was music from P.V. Herman. And it's not focusing on the fact yeah. that you like to spend less time with him or her. But I think, I think as well, you're not necessarily saying that you want to spend less time together. No. You're just wanting to spend more time with yourself. Exactly. Because in relationships, and I've said this to people time and time again, it's very easy to lose yourself. Yes. And they yes. don't work in the moment. if you lose yourself in the relationship. You never had a go. Huh? You've got only one chance to not miss a chance to bl blow. You get one shot. 
one opportunity, mom's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we answered that one quite well. Okay. I think, and there was one other one which I'm sure was a joke because we know comedians and they always have to put in their two cents. Mm -hmm. And this person said, "Why in I'm dreaming of a white Christmas does it have to be a white Christmas?" Who said this? No, no, it's no, not okay. a not an actual comedian. Okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. Just a, a comedian. Just everyone's a comedian. A comedian with an cool fit. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So, um, uh, why does it have to be White Christmas? I did a joke about this in my pop hit books. Go for it. Well, it's just a little picture of a little clan family, and it was a cute little clan baby, and they were. Well, dreaming looking, of a white Christmas. They were dreaming of white Christmas and the ornaments on the tree were like little swastikas. It oh, was, uh, it was there nice. You go. So why does it have to be white Christmas? Because of Trump. Everybody. Because of Trump. Because of Trump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or because that's the color of snow and that's what the song is about. Mm -hmm. You moron. Yes. Yes. Red Christmas, that sounds like the snow is bloody, but that's the word we use for a non-snowy Christmas. I know, which is weird. Why is it called a red Christmas? Because there's nothing red around. Yeah, it's just wet Christmas. Yeah. So it's called wet Christmas. It's because you, maybe you guys were really sensitive and you didn't want the opposite or the bad Christmas yeah. to be black. But so black you were like, we'll make it red. We'll make it red. There's a very good movie called Black Christmas. What happens in it? People get killed. So, so in Krampus as well. Mm. Have you seen Krampus? Yes, I like uh, the one, the new one with Tony Collette. Oh, I haven't seen that one. No. It's got a great ending. Have, yeah, that's. It's one. one of those "be careful what you wish for" endings. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Is that another question? No, that was it. That was the end of agony. Well, we've reached the end of this episode. Yes, and uh, <clears throat> our something meaningful today, I have something. Yeah, go for it. I mean, we live in strange times. We haven't we talked about, we have mentioned Trump. We so, have. Uh, but uh, it's just, we've been, I've been waking up to these news and we're looking at my phone as soon as I wake yep. up and there's another Nazi in his cabinet. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, uh, and his, his deputy... Well, his vice president believes that gayness can be cured by electroshock yes, therapy. It's just, it's just, I remember and Women who miscarry should be punished. It's, 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 it is a cartoon. Yeah. It's a fucking comic book. I remember uh, uh, there was a story in Marvel Comics mm -hmm. that was called Dark Rain, mm -hmm. in which, in which uh, uh, Green Goblin, Norman Osborn, also yeah. known as the Green Goblin. Oh, Willem Dafoe. Uh, yes. Yeah. Becomes the. Uh, Director of Shield, right? Which is Fury, the, the yeah. Nick Fury's job. Sammy uh, Jackson. Uh, also, sometimes uh, 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 Maria Hill's job, but mm -hmm. that's another character. Mm -hmm. However, and he also becomes the leader of Avengers, and he 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 gets uh, uh, an Iron Man suit, mm -hmm. which uh, just paints the American colors and calls it the Iron Patriot. So, and he hires Venom. Uh -huh. Instead of Spider-Man, mm -hmm. and he hires uh, Bullseye, who is a who is a Daredevil villain. Instead, instead um, of Hawkeye, yeah, and he just hires a villain instead of a, 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 a hero. hero. So I feel like that's kind of happening mm -hmm. in the states, and that's what makes it so cartoonish mm. for me. That this is actually it's just. It's almost entertaining in a sick, sick way. If it wasn't real, I would be, I think I was it's watching a, a very good Black Mirror episode. Yeah. 
but it is a bit. We're currently living in Black Mirror. Yes, well, Black Mirror is. Uh, well, the thing about Black Mirror is it's so close to reality that sometimes reality catches up, and this time reality became before the show, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, almost fitting because uh, the the president is a reality show host. Yeah, and uh, and it's it, it is also, but but if you look at it in this comedic, who way, allegedly knows lots about money, but he was born into it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. You would know a lot about shit if you were born into shit. Exactly. Um, so you can be it's it's easy to be depressed and scared and a lot of people are and uh, understandably and also we should we should avoid the normalization of those uh, of of the situation mm-hmm. but uh, as a comedian what you the only thing I think I can do and we can do is trying to uh, point at this thing and laugh and not while not normalizing it but just pointing out the ridiculousness and that we should find it ridiculous. So I'm actually working on a comic book story. Yeah. Which I don't know what will be called yet, but I think it's going to be called President Poopy Pants. Mm-hmm. And it's about President Poopy Pants and uh, his wife, Dad Inside. Because <laughs> she does look dead inside. Yeah, that's her name, dead inside. Melania and, uh, oh my and God. his chief strategist, good old days, who is just who is just a clansman. He's just wearing a clan suit oh, the whole time. Well, it's called well. good old days. Mm-hmm. And uh, and his vice president, worm tongue. Because he's always on the side going, Why why don't you tell them that you're a string of all the gays? And something like that. So I'm just gonna uh, make, uh, like, it's gonna be like a regular ongoing story in Mm -hmm. stick figure form. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna post it uh, as soon as, uh, I'm gonna start working on it as soon as he has his uh, uh, League of Injustice uh, cabinet ready. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I'm just going to shit on those people until they're out of our life. I'm going to make it my job just to shit on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, uh, realistically, those jokes won't reach them, but no. I, but ideally... They uh, might do, they you might never do. know. That would be so, it would be so you nice have, you to have hurt a, their feelings. You have a lot those of people's followers. Feelings. On Twitter, yes, I have like thirty. Uh, I'm like sure you'd 40, be picked 000. up by BuzzFeed. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I have my 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 Facebook account. And you've got the you've got the wonderful Iceland delusion as well. Yeah. That the world has that just yeah. people notice you because you're Icelandic. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And some people actually do notice me because I'm Icelandic. Yeah. They find me extra interesting. And uh, so you're an Icelandic comedian. So you do jokes about geysers and and puffins. No. No. But listen I don't. to this. Yeah. And then their ears <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, uh, freedom of speech is a wonderful thing, mm-hmm. and uh, we should use it by shooting word knives into their eyes that is my meaningful thing it's uh it's very big it's probably bigger than what mine was going to be but bring it anyway well i was just gonna say i've got two weeks left um before i go to australia and you know i'm not a huge fan of doing these via the interwebs no um but we'll do it still but i will miss you Yes, I will miss you as well. <laughs> I will wish you. I will wish you very much. And uh, and and I hope everyone realizes that when we say 2017 is going to be a big year for Australia, we mean it. 
Yes. We got some big things coming. I may have a comic strip coming soon. Yes. Ah, you are learning, young Padawan. (laughs) I'm just not allowed to say anything about it yet, uh, but uh, it might be out very soon. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great, but uh, we still have uh, some weeks left of this year. Mm-hmm. Some of them will be taped through uh, Skype or whatever. Yep. Uh, but we have this whole... We're going to do a christmas episodes episode soon. Because mm-hmm. December. December, yeah. December. Can we, I can remember we drink... the first time I dismembered a family member. December, I think it was. That's Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. All right, well, that was Australia, episode 27. They said we wouldn't make it. They said, but then now they're all dead. Now they're all dead, and we have thousands of listeners. Uh, It's been a pleasure. Peace out, motherfucker. Speak to you soon. Skemmtilega alvarpstætti á nútímin.is Takk fyrir að hlusta